WSBA News Time is 740, and he's normally with us every Tuesday. In fact, you can mark your time by that. But today, Ryan Fox, Gettysburg Director of the Financial Consulate, an independent fee-only financial advisory firm, joins us for the Financial Pulse here on York's Morning News. Thanks, Gary. Good to be here. Now, we got into a thing last week, and I said you laid out some really neat things on investing tips for everyone. And I thought we might go into investing tips for everyone part two today. In fact, you thought about that, and I just kind of followed along. But anyway, let's let's set it this morning as we get those investing tips out there for people in a time where I, I think it's important to have those kind of tips, especially in this economy. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, let's start with one that's kind of difficult for everyone to do, and it's called tuning out the noise. We are inundated in so many different ways with constant information about how to invest, what to invest in, and when to do it, especially with the TV talking heads. And I'll give you an example. Uh, a lot of times on my ride home, I'll listen to Jim Cramer on CNBC at 6 mm-hmm. o'clock or even watch him on TV. Whether it's on TV or radio, he is incredibly entertaining, incredibly precise and smart about a very narrow type of advice, and that involves buying and selling individual stocks. Right. It's a good show to watch periodically, but when we start to internalize too much of that, we've got to realize market timing and active trading is meant to enrich Wall Street because they have the tools and technology that we don't. And every time we're buying a stock, someone else probably with a lot more information is selling it and vice versa. So we've got to be very, very careful in those situations not to internalize too much of that and try to become the sort of person like Jim Cramer uh, has been very successful at being. So how do you sort it all out? I mean, when you get all these investing hints from people, I was listening this morning the way and somebody said about investing $100 a day in the stock and I became in stock market and I became rich. And I'm thinking, wait a second, you know, I, you just buy that right off the top of your head and go in and do that? I mean, that seemed kind of faulty to me. So how do you, how do you sort out all these different stories that come flying at you in a blizzard? Well, it's very, very difficult. It's kind of like last night in the debate what we heard. Um, we, we would like a little bit more full disclosure and spin control. Right. Everything has an angle, and it can be politicized. And in, and in my field, it's from a sales perspective. You've got to be very careful about who you're dealing with, and you have to have full disclosure of if they're a salesperson or a fiduciary. Mm-hmm. One of the biggest things people run into is someone has a very, very nice sales pitch, and they end up buying a product. That product generates a commission, and if it's not in their best interest, they may end up looking back down the road and being very disappointed that they didn't deal or understand properly what they were getting into. So that would be the first one. Another one is we always hear about invest long term. Well, we look at it from the standpoint your age influences your goals, and your goals influence your investment objective. And your investment objective that's set specifically for your own circumstances is the one that will dictate the level of return you need. Not the level of return you must have, but what you need. And the difference between those two things is when you determine what you need from an investment return, you don't have to take on excessive risk and fear uh, 2008 when the market drops 40% and all of a sudden a retired client saying, i got to go back to work. So, again, trying to differentiate between someone who's trying to say the newest product as opposed to someone who's really looking out for your situation is absolutely essential. Well, it really is, and it ties in so much to even what types of investments are provided. It is very, very important to pull back the covers on what are in your investments. And if you have to remake your investment portfolio bed, that's okay to do it. But an advisory firm really ought to be doing that for you, talking to you through it, sharing with you the information, and communicating what their strategies are and why they're doing it based on your investment 
uh, tolerance your investment objective. It's got to be tough sometimes because every portfolio would seem to be unique to me. And so you've got to have a whole lot of different crayons to kind of color in on that, at least financially. You really do. Um, And the tools that we have, um, you have a number of different types of investments. And what we tend to find is people tend to cluster towards certain groups of mutual fund families. Mm -hmm. That can be a significant challenge. Many funds are very good, but it's rare to find the best funds all within one particular fund family. Uh, I've yet to see that in my career where that is, is literally the best way to invest a portfolio. Ryan, finally, uh, you know, people want to get in touch with you either by web or by phone. Fire those numbers out there. Yeah, welcome to call or check us out on the web, www.ryanfox.info. Ryanfox.info has a number of our contact ways to email me or to call. If you want to call directly, set up an intro meeting or chat in the phone, that's great. 334-1861. 334-1861 reaches me here at the office in Gettysburg. And, of course, 1861, a very important date in Gettysburg, so that's an easy way to remember that as well, right? Absolutely. Okay. Ryan, always great being with you. We'll look forward to seeing you again next Tuesday when we get with you on 740. What are we going to talk about next week? Any idea? Yeah, we're going to talk about baby boomers and how their retirements are changing financially. That's me. I can't wait. Ryan, great, <laughs> great having you with us this morning. We'll look forward to talking to you next Tuesday, okay? Thanks, Gary. Thanks.